Welcome to Landmark Worship Center's audio podcast. We hope that this message will inspire and encourage your life. So open your heart and mind and receive what God has for you today. Raise up a praise to our God right now. Father, I love you. God, I praise you. Thank you for what you're doing in this place, oh God. Thank you for your spirit, oh God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. I count it a, a privilege and an honor to be here. I, 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 Pastor is right. I'm home. We are home. Amen. And it's good to be with everybody here today. I, I give the utmost and highest honor to my pastor and sister, Pastor and Sister Burke. He let me and taught me how to swim in deep waters. When I wasn't quite sure of, of myself and my ministry, he had complete confidence in me. When I wasn't quite confident in myself and through their prayers and through the church's prayers, we are blessed. After all we went through last, last year, a word came to my wife, blessed. And we went to where all the ladies go for all of their needs, Hobby Lobby. <laughs> and found these words, wood words, blessed. And we passed them out to our family. We passed them out uh, and we have them displayed in our home. Because after all we went through last year, it is a blessing just to have my wife still with me here today. It's because of the prayers of the church. It's because of the prayers of good saints of God and the merciful healing God that she is here today. Come on, no matter what you're going through right now, you can honestly say, I am blessed. I know there's some needs that are in the house right now, and I know there's some needs in families, but beyond a shadow of a doubt, you have a testimony here today. I am blessed. Amen, and we are, we are truly blessed. In fact, we, were, we stopped in the parking lot as we pulled up here today. And we agreed in prayer, and, and, and these words came, and prayer came to my wife's lips, just exactly what y'all are doing. We prayed for the finances, and we prayed for the numbers of this church. You're going to see growth. Landmark, you're going to see revival. Let me say what I feel in my spirit right now. You are in a season of revival. God is going to be elevating this church in a spiritual realm that you have never seen before. Do not be surprised when you see the miraculous happen at these altars. Do not be surprised when you see the prodigals praying back at these altars. Do not be surprised when you see it happening right here. To God be all the glory. To God be all the glory. Amen. A lot has changed since the last time I preached here. Last time I preached out of Nave's study Bible, and now I'm preaching out of a Bible with big print. And I pray to God it's big enough because I don't know if I have my glasses on me. But isn't God good? 
How many is ready for the miraculous here today? How many is hungry for the supernatural here today? How many came with an expectation on your heart? I need to get a hold of God. I need an answer from God. I need a touch from God. You see, it's your expectation and it's your need that draws God's power down to right where you are. If you will just present your need to him today, I guarantee you're gonna leave this place changed. I guarantee you're gonna leave this place recharged. And I guarantee you're not gonna leave the same way you came back here because that's my God that's my God he's still the God of the miraculous he's still God of the supernatural and he wants to do that here today amen we're going to go to the word I believe I threw out a a a a a a blanket as you would I told my wife I said well I called Burke, Sister Pastor Burke and, and said, we're, we're, we're coming home. We're going to visit. And I believe I had a word of the Lord, but I said, you know what? I'm not going to say anything. But he didn't ask me to preach then, so I said, okay, God, maybe it's not the time. But the fleece was still out. And I got the text, hey, would you mind preaching tomorrow? And I knew that it was God. Because I believe somebody has a need here today and I know with COVID it's changed a lot of things but do you know the worst thing that COVID has done it has shut down Golden Corral (laughs) as an apostolic Pentecostal pastor I cried and weeped and mourned because you see, the great thing about Golden Corral is you may not like the teriyaki chicken, but there's some ham over here that you may enjoy. And you may not like the ham, but, but, but there's some steak being prepared over here. And you may not be a meat person, and that's okay because y'all crazy people can go to the salad bar. <laughs> because whatever you like, whatever you want, you just take your pick. And the great thing is, Brother Titus, I finished that plate, I'm going to get some more. But you see, our God is that way. It doesn't matter what you need today. You may need healing right now, sis. But that doesn't mean that somebody over here that needs peace and joy, they're left out because today is, is healing only. No, whatever you have need today, I want you to know there's an abundance of healing. There's an abundance of joy. There's an abundance of peace. Can I say somebody's going to get a direction when when you leave here today. Somebody's going to have a clearer direction of what you need to be doing. In Ezekiel chapter number 37. Bear with me. It's It's a long, long read. But I believe that God is going to minister. Ezekiel 37 chapter or verse number one. The hand of the Lord was upon him. What? better way to live your life than the hand of the Lord being upon you and carried me out into the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley which was full of bones and caused me to pass by them round about and behold there there were very many 
in the open valley and lo, they were very dry. If you can just get in your, your minds the picture of a dead, dry place, a place where there was no life, a place where there was just desolation. And he said unto me, son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, oh Lord God, thou knowest. Amen. When I don't know, he knows. Again, he said unto me, prophesy upon these bones and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. And thus said the Lord God, these bones, behold, I will come and I will cause breath to enter into you and ye shall live. What exciting words to hear in the church that there's going to be life that that situation you thought was dead that 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 situation you thought was long gone Lord is saying to somebody here today there's going to be life in this place today you are going to live and I will lay sinews upon you and will bring up flesh upon you and cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live and you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded and as I prophesied, there was a noise and behold a shaking and the bones came together, bone to his bone. And when I beheld, lo, the sinews of the flesh came upon them and the skin covered them above, but there was no breath in them. What a sight, what a sight. Then said he unto me, prophesy unto the wind, prophesy, son of man, and say to the wind, thus saith the Lord God, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain, that they may live. There it is again. That they may live. Oh, I'm preaching to somebody. You, 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 somebody here has got, got, got some dead dreams and some dead hopes and, and there's been some people you've been praying for and it, it just doesn't seem anything's happening. Can I say, God is gonna revive those hopes today. God's gonna revive those dreams. Can I say to those that have been praying for the lost and praying for the prodigals, God's not ignoring it, but in his time, those prodigals are gonna come back and your situation is gonna turn around and praise God, there's gonna be life. I speak to that dead situation. Let there be life. Skip down to verse 11. Then he said to me, son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Behold, they say, our bones are dried and our hope is lost. We are cut off from our parts. Therefore prophesy and say unto them, thus saith the Lord God, behold, O my people, I will open up your graves and cause you to come out of your graves and bring you into a land of Israel. I like this verse. Verse 13, and you shall know that I am the Lord when I have opened up your graves, O my people, and brought you out of your graves and shall put my spirit in you and you shall live. Can I preach to the church for just this little bit? There's revival in your valley of defeat. 
Come on, you came in here thought all hope was lost, but can I preach to you? There's revival in that valley of defeat. Oh, I feel God in this place already. I feel the anointing of God already in this place. Why don't you put your Bibles down, make a joyful noise unto God for just a minute. Come on, let's create an atmosphere for the miraculous. Let's create an atmosphere for God to work in this place. Lord, I praise you. Lord, I give you glory for what you're gonna do in this place. Lord, open up the windows of heaven to your church right now. Let the Holy Ghost blow through this place from the front to the back, from side to side. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Amen. You may be seated. I heard a story of an explorer that was in the Amazon jungle and got lost and confused because of all the foliage and didn't know which direction he was going. I know it's a man and he's lost. I'm number one. <laughs> Being a male of the man persuasion, I don't always have the best directions. My wife and children still don't believe that I was a truck driver way back when. With no maps or, or, or no GPS, nothing. All, I, all they did was give me the keys to the truck, give me, give me a road map and said, Chicago's that way, now go. But I found it. Pastor, I probably live as far away from my church as you do. I'm very blessed. You just go right out my driveway, hit the stop sign, hang a right, go to the next street, hang a right, and the church is right there. And my church and, my church and family still wonder if I could find it. Because I, 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 I can't do two things at one time. I can't multitask. Because if I'm on the phone and I'm one mile from the exit of, uh, to Pontiac, trust me, I'll be in Chicago before I realize I went too far. <laughs> true and, and I can't multitask and I get distracted very easy having ADD is not 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 the best thing for for COVID and somebody that has to sit in a home office I can't uh, oh fly because I'm distracted very easy and, and and I'm a male I don't pay attention to things this happened bless God I'm used to the Walmart we were used to going to with the ladies restroom on this side and the men's restroom on this side. And I'm in line, I'm paying for what I have to pay. And I, I, I felt that, that ungodly rumblies and the tumblies. And I said, I need to get to a restroom. I need to get to it now. I paid and I, I bolted. I went right into the restroom and, and, and doing what the, the normal person does, run right to the end stall. Right in that, that, that big one in, in the very end. I went in there and as God is my witness, I said, these are the most quiet men I have ever heard. And as I sat in my nice, my nice stall, the man next to me, bro, had the most prettiest pair of pumps that I have ever seen in my life. So I looked that little that little crevice between the walls. I looked, I'm like, they're in the wrong restroom. And it was then I realized, no, that I was in the wrong room. All I could think of, oh my Lord, I, I just moved up north and the first thing they're going to see in the papers is apostolic Pentecostal preacher caught in the ladies' restroom. <laughs> Do you know what I did? I had my Brower Supply shirt on so I, I, I gathered up some, some, a roll of toilet paper to look like I was a janitor. Just kind of walked out and just kindly just put it on the sink and, and, and walked out. <laughs> 
so I can sympathize with this explorer that was lost. <laughs> and he comes into the jungle and he finds himself surrounded, surrounded by these bloodthirsty cannibals. And as he looked at all the cannibals, he thought to himself, I am doomed. But something struck in his, his brain. He says, no, hope is not lost. He said, his brain said, pick up that rock. That man that's in front of you, it looks like the chief. Take that rock and just hit him right in the head. So he did what, what his brain was telling him to do. And he, he picked up that rock and he just bonked the man right on his head. And the chief just fell limp on the ground. And all those cannibals were staring directly at him with this mean look on his face and his brain said okay now you're doomed <laughs> you see sometimes we make decisions that are wrong and sometimes we make decisions that are bad and we think that all is lost I tell our church pastor don't you be looking down your nose at that person next to you you, you, you messed up sometimes too we ain't all perfect here. We've all messed up and we've all fallen short, but we all need grace. Can I get an amen? But I want to preach a message of hope to Landmark Church today. I want to preach a message of hope to an individual here today. I want to bring hope to families and hope to marriages. Do you know it's a great revelation that God does not want you to live your life living in the molly grubs. He does not want you to live your life with your head held down low fighting depression, living with a black cloud over your head. But it is God's desire to give you life and give it to you more abundantly. I believe with out a shadow of a doubt uh, that somebody's going to get a renewed hope today because Jesus said I've come to give you life and not just life but more abundantly I appreciate Pastor Burke and Sister Burke because they taught me the value of family they taught me the importance of a of family so everything I learned early on, I didn't learn from a book. I learned from the examples of this couple right here. The example of Brother Sheets and his love for his children and the love for his family. In fact, we started a program at our church where we're going to rip out our 50-year-old pews and we're going to be putting in chairs. So we're raising funds for this. And, and one of the ways we're raising funds is giving it to the people to do it in honor of somebody or in memory of something. And I want Landmark Church to know that one of the chairs that I personally am purchasing is going to be in honor of your pastor and first lady. And we're going to have a plaque in the back of the church and all those that are in memory of and in honor of. Pastor, it is an honor. It was an honor to serve under you. I hope I didn't embarrass you too many times. <laughs> but I know we had a lot of laughs and a lot of prayer together. Ezekiel and our scripture was taken to a place where obviously life was taken away. Where obviously there was life at one time. All there was was, was bones scattered everywhere. That lit in, in my mind that leads me to believe that these lives that were here could have been husbands and wives. 
They could have been brothers and sisters and cousins and who knows what lives were represented by the dead bones that were there. But the prophet was told to, to look upon this because through the man of God's eyes, there's no hope. You lay out a bunch of bones, I'm not gonna find out what goes where. I'm gonna connect the head to the knee bone probably. But to the prophet, there was no hope. Life is gone. But the Lord just simply said to the man of God to prophesy. He asked the questions, can these bones live? The man of God said it so adequately. I don't know what to say. God, you know. You ever questioned? You didn't have an answer? God, you know. Can I say to somebody right now? I don't know how it's going to turn out, but God, you know. <laughs> I, I can't do it on my own, but, but God, you know. I, I, I don't know how you're going to fill these pews up, God, but you know. I, I don't know how these prodigals are going to come back, but God, you know. Man of God, can these bones live again? Let me say, it looked hopeless to the man of God. But God did not ask much of the man of God. He didn't say, go out into the middle of this, this desert and start trying to piece together what you think is, is a body and start doing this. He just simply said, prophesy. He just simply said, speak the words. Hear. The word of the Lord today, church. I'm telling somebody in the spirit, hear the word of the Lord. I'm saying to something to somebody that God is going to do the miraculous in this place today, but you need to hear the word of the Lord and you're going to have to open your mouth. I found this out coming to the pastor's house that if I did not ask for an extra piece of cake, I ain't getting no extra piece of cake. I'm going to ask for it. I'm going to ask for that extra piece of pie. You see, there is life and death in the power of your tongue. The Lord is just simply asking somebody here today, you just got to verbalize it. You got to ask for it. So I am preaching a word of hope here today that what was torn apart is going to be brought back together. What is dead in the spirit is going to be revived in this place today. I want to spark somebody's faith in this place today. And what was dead and dormant. I believe this as God is quickening my spirit right now. What was dead and dormant. God is going to rise here in this place today. Verse 7, the man of God spoke. I like this. And there was a noise. And it says there was a shaking that started to take place. And the bones started coming together, bone to bone. I wonder if somebody has the faith right now in this place. I wonder if somebody could just step out of your comfort zone and just stand up and start praising your God for somebody right now. 
That's it. Speak it out right now. I wonder what would happen to Landmark if praise would just break out through this place. It don't matter what it sounds like. It doesn't matter what it looks like. Come on. Speak it out in faith right now. Somebody needs to lose their faith in this place right now. Somebody needs to stand up and let out a shout of praise. Come on, there's gonna be a shaking that takes place in this place. But right now, there's gotta be a noise. There's gotta be a noise. Come on, make a joyful noise unto God. Come on, there's a shaking that's taking place. Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, God is looking for somebody just to yield your mouth to him. Make some noise. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Come on, before there's a shaking, there's got to be a noise. I know you don't feel good. Praise him. I know it don't sound right, but praise him. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Jesus, Jesus. Come on, let's shake hell's foundations right now. Come on, let's shake hell's foundation with our praise right now. Jesus, Jesus. You see, it's when the noise was made. The shaking started taking place. And then the bones started coming together. And then the skin started coming together. But it was only when there was a noise. Can I say to the church, praise ushers in the power of God. Praise ushers in the... We've already praised God's powers right here and right now. The man of God was told to speak. Is there breath in them? No, there's no breath. Then prophesy, man of God. <laughs> and life was just right around the corner. Because it says in verse 10, after the man of God spoke, life came into these bones and life came into these bodies. But that wasn't the end of the story. The end of the story is after life came up, they stood up a great army of God. Can I say this today in Landmark Worship Center that God is going to raise up an army. There's going to be some prayer warriors that are going to be birthed in this place today. There's going to be some praise and worshipers that are going to be birthed here today. And there's going to stand a mighty army of God. Oh, I believe all of hell is scared of what's going on in this place today. I believe all of hell is getting on high alert for what's going on in this place. He don't like what he's hearing and he don't like what he's seeing, but you know what? That's okay. I know it's hard to look at me with these, these, these rippling muscles breaking through this, this suit. but I was always the skinniest, I was always the littlest, and I was the one getting picked on all the time. But I found a way to get the bullies to leave you alone. Young kid, people, listen to me. You gotta act more crazier than them. <laughs> and it was never fair, it was always like three or four of them that, that were standing around, so I turned into the Tasmanian devil. Man, I let arms fly, I'm kicking, I'm screaming. 
And you know what? Leave that dude alone. He's crazy, man. He's, he, and it worked. They left me alone. Sometimes we just need to let the devil know we're a little, we're more crazier than what you think we are. You don't know who you're messing with, devil. There's some praise and worshipers that are in this place that are about to raise up devil and they're going to shake your foundations. We're going to get a little crazy. I ain't scared of the devil. He's been defeated a long time. Don't you get scared of him. Don't you let him start whispering things in your ear like, like you're useless, like you're helpless, like you're nobody. You're somebody in the kingdom of God. But I believe God is about to raise up a mighty army here at Landmark that great things are right around the corner. God said to the prophet, these bones are the whole house of Israel. But they say our bones are dried. Our hope is lost. Look at us. We're, we're just nothing. We're cut off from our parts. We're not who we really are. And I'm speaking to somebody here today. You look at yourself. Maybe you're dragging something from the past behind you that you're not proud of. And that's your weight that's stopping you from being in the full potential of what God has for you. Can I say, do not let your past dictate who you are. God gave his very life so that that chain that is dragging you down, that chain of the past can be broken. Listen, if God's forgiven you, you forgive yourself. Can I say that again? Is this thing on? If God has forgiven you, you forgive yourself. Life came into a messed up situation. Life came into uh, uh, all this chaos. Is all right if I minister just a little bit, Pastor. I feel somebody, I feel your spirit tugging at me. You've come in and there's chaos. Something, something has happened in your, your, your life. Something, I, I believe it's a, a, a family member. And, and there's just chaos going in your mind. And I, I see confusion and I see pain and hurt in somebody's mind. So much that, that, that it's almost like a fog that just seems to be keeping you from seeing clear. Are you in this place? Come on. Somebody's mind is a mess. You need prayer right now. Stand up, sis. God, go ahead. I cannot set myself free from the unloving spirits that have dictated over my whole life. I want to know pure love like these people know. I want to know how to love others like these people know. God. I've been fasting all week. I, I need to be set free from this. I want my mom to know forgiveness. Sis, our God is a God of love. I know that. I want it in here all the way. I believe it. I believe it. Raise, raise your hands. Raise your hands. Church, help me pray right now. Father, in your name. 
in the name of Jesus Jesus in the name right now father I pray God that you would just loose my sister in the name of Jesus God that you would bind every spirit that would try to dictate God every spirit that would try to take away but in the name of Jesus right now God I pray pure love yes in the name of Jesus let love come over her right now in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus let it be so right now accept it right now says in the name of let love rule like never before in Jesus name yes 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 I pray for this mind right now God in the name of Jesus let love animate from her let it come out let it pour out God to those around her to her family in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus you are loosed right now in the name yes in the name of Jesus that's it let love rule in Jesus name come on there's an army that's rising up in this place you just keep on sis you accept it right now yes you have your own time right now in the name of Jesus enemies defeated the enemy is defeated let love rule like never before clear this mind right now in Jesus name in Jesus name in Jesus name yes here's what scripture said he said I'm going to take you out of your graves and I'm going to place you in your own land your own land can I say somebody you've been standing and living in a land of depression that was not designed for you that's not your land but God said he's going to place you into your own land somebody needs to be taken out of the spirit of depression and placed into your land of joy and your land of peace But God is wanting to change the situation in this place right now. You're going to be placed into a land of blessings. You're going to be placed into a land of healings. You're going to be placed into a land where there the miraculous is. Somebody needs a miracle. But it wasn't until the man of God prophesied. Stand with me if you will. God is wanting to move in this place. Before anything takes place in this sanctuary, before God does any more, the prophet, the man of God, needs to pray. Pastor Burke, come on up here. The man of God had to loose the winds 
from the east and from the west. I want Pastor Burke to loose the Holy Ghost all over this place. And when the man of God prays, for this church, when the man of God prays for this congregation, get ready for the miraculous. Get ready for the power of God to start moving through this place. And if you need something from God, you step out into these aisles and watch the hand of God do the work. Pastor, pray over this church. Amen. As I pray over this church, there is faith in this house and as we pray we're going to believe and I want you to respond to the power of prayer here today as brother Howell said by responding coming forward and seeking God let's pray together Lord Jesus I prophesy to this church congregation I speak God through the authority of the power of the Holy Ghost through the power of the name of Jesus through the power of your word I speak healing into your people right now in the name of Jesus I pray God as their faith rises and grasp a hold of the power of your word I pray God that you would breathe new life into the hearts of every individual in this house right now let us breathe in your spirit let us breathe in the breath of God. Let us breathe in the blessings of God. Let us breathe in the healing of God here today in the name of Jesus. I bind every spirit of hell that has held us back and I loose God. I loose the power and the glory and the anointing upon your people, Lord, today. Oh, let healing come into their lives. Let deliverance come into their lives bring them into their own land bring healing and deliverance in the name of Jesus hallelujah 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 amen every part of this house today I prophesy over it in the name of Jesus through the power and the authority of the name of Jesus Christ I claim it hallelujah hallelujah if you believe that if you believe the word of God I want you to lift your hands and come to the to the front here today I want you to thank God for the miracle amen thank God for the healing. Thank God for the deliverance in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, if you have a need, step out into the aisle. There's a God that is moving through this place. Jesus' name. In Jesus' name.